Hey friends, Eric Lindeen here. Just wanted to share some thoughts and some tips on how to read your Bible. So grab a pen, a notebook, and get ready to learn how you can make Bible reading a habit that you stick with. So let's dive in. I know for many of you, you want to read your Bible on a consistent, regular basis. But I also know that for so many of us, we struggle to make it a habit, a practice that we actually stick with. I know many of you, you've tried reading the Bible on a regular basis, and you will tell me, it just feels boring, or I just get out of the habit, or I feel like I've read it all before, and so I don't really know what to read. It just is kind of blah. It goes in one ear and out the other. And I get that. It's a common experience for many followers of Jesus to struggle with how to read their Bibles on a consistent basis. However, though, I believe that if we want to be followers of Jesus, we need to know the voice of our shepherd. In John 10.10, Jesus tells us the sheep know the voice of their shepherd, that he calls us in and out to pasture and green life and into the security of the sheepfold. And one of the best ways that we can know the voice of our shepherd, of our rabbi Jesus, is to spend time daily in God's word. So this isn't meant to shame or guilt you, but if you'd like to know just some tips on how to make Bible reading a spiritual practice that you stick with, I'd love to share in the next couple minutes in this video. Well, for myself personally, I used to read the Bible late at night uh, because partially I was a night owl uh, as a kid, as a teenager, as a college student, up late, and so I liked reading at night. And and second, I kept hearing from people over and over again, like, you should read your Bible first thing in the morning. And I kind of just wanted to rebel against that and be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Then it was around the age of 30 that I shifted my Bible reading from nighttime till morning. And that's what I've been doing for the last 10, 11 years. And it really has made a dramatic difference in my connection with God. And so I want to share some tips that I've learned and hopefully it'll help you too. And, and if you have some tips too, feel free to, to share those in the comments down below. But what I want to encourage you is to get a notebook. Any kind of notebook really works. Um, you can get a spiral bound notebook like, like this one that works. Um, you can get, you know, more of a, a moleskin type like this, uh, you know, a, a bigger journal uh, like this one that I've got that's what I'm using right now. Any kind of journal works. But I believe if you want to make Bible reading a habit, a spiritual practice that you're going to stick with, you got to have some kind of notebook, some kind of journal next to your Bible. So here's what we're going to do. I want to encourage you to get a notebook. If you're part of one of our Mosaic community groups this week, I'm actually handing out everyone a notebook and then also just handing out uh, pens that I like. So this is one of the pens I like, um, just one of the the Uniballs uh, Deluxe or uh, the Uniball Onyx. Um, these are my two uh, favorite pens uh, that you can see. And I think it's important to have a good pen on hand. And so typically I will keep a pen with my Bible and journal that I only use 
for journaling so that I always know when I go to grab my Bible and my journal, it's there. I don't want to go searching through the junk drawer for a nice pen that my kids have taken or whatever. So invest and spend a few dollars on getting a decent pen that writes, uh, that you don't have to rewrite and it doesn't bleed all over the place. And so that, that's tip number one. I have a pen, have a journal next to your Bible. And then I want to encourage you, if you have not done it, try the soap method of reading your Bible. It's, I don't know who first originated it. You can read about it all on the internet, lots of different places. And it's just an acronym that starts for, stands for scripture, observation, application, and then prayer. Scripture, observation, application, and prayer. So I want to encourage you to do that with slight modification. So first thing, what I would encourage you to do is get your Bible, your notebook out, maybe a cup of coffee or whatever, a Red Bull uh, that you're going to get, and try this first thing in the morning. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's a great thing to start your day meeting with Jesus. And then before you open your Bible, before you, you open no, your notebook, spend just a minute in prayer and just shift your thinking from reading the Bible simply for information to say, hey, I'm here to meet with my friend Jesus you know, over a cup of coffee. And so just, just pray before you even open your Bible. Hey, Jesus, meet with me here. Open my heart, my mind to, to, to meet with you and to be changed, to be your apprentice and, and to form me into the kind of person that you want me to be. Then grab your notebook. And what you're going to do is just on the top, you're just going to write the date right there on the top. Put the date so you know what it is. Then you're going to write scripture with a little box around it. You're going to have application, and you're going to have um, uh, observation and application on, on that first side of the paper. And so I'd encourage you, start with the Psalms. Psalms have really been a book of prayer for God's people for the last 3,000 years. Sometimes you can tell someone has a just kind of a shallow prayer life if their prayers have been divorced from the Psalms, if they're not reading the Psalms on a regular basis, because really the Psalms uh, deal with every emotion that we could possibly have. And so start with reading a psalm. Uh, for me, I got to just read the next psalm uh, that I read uh, from the previous day. So yesterday, I read Psalm 79. So today, I open up my journal. I just, oh, I'm on Psalm 80. Then I would move to the New Testament. And again, if you're not sure where to start, just read and reread the Gospels. So I just finished up Matthew um, a couple days ago. And so now I'm doing Mark. Yesterday was Mark 1. Today, Mark 2. And read through until there's something that jumps out at you. Then take your pen and recopy that scripture uh, under the scripture. Don't just write the reference, but actually recopy it to help it get into your head and heart. Maybe you want to read it a couple times just to remind yourself. For me today, Mark 2, Jesus did not come to call the righteous, but the unrighteous. That the doctor doesn't come for the well, but for the sick. And so that's the truth I'm going to be thinking about this week. Hey, my rabbi, he came to seek and save the lost, to heal the sick and the broken. And if I want to be his apprentice, that's my calling too. So then your observation. Oh, wow, this is really interesting. That This thing I read or this, this stood out to me. You, you know, write that down. And then under the application, what's the command that Jesus gives or, or uh, what is something Jesus modeled in his lifestyle that you too should model and write that in your application. Then I want to encourage you, flip the page over. And on the next page, have write down prayer. 
and then start writing out your prayers. Bring that journal with you when you go to community group or Sunday morning church. And when someone asks you to pray for them, write down those prayers in your journal, in your notebook. And then as you're praying, write out those prayers. There's a couple good reasons for this. Number one, it'll help you know, are your prayers all about you and your family? Or are you praying for people in your community? Are you praying for your nation? Are you praying for your governor, your president, your school leaders? Are you praying for Christians on the other side of the world, missionaries who have been abducted? you know, global partners in Munich and Thailand and around the world. Are, are you doing this? Or are you just kind of praying the same old things? And then also, as your notebook fills up, you can look back in the past and see where God has answered your prayers. Oh, wow, God, that's amazing. We prayed for our friends, Joan and Karen, to have a baby, and they did get pregnant after 10 years. You know, we prayed for these people, and they had a baby. We prayed for these people, they had a baby. We prayed for this person, and now they're married. We prayed for this person to get healed, and, and now they're no longer sick, and they are healed. You know, pray. You can look back, and it'll build your faith as you see over time how God heals and answers those prayers for you. So those are just some tips I want to give you on things that have helped me to make Bible reading a spiritual practice, a habit that I've been able to stick with most days for the last number of years, 10, 20 years or so. And so if you have any uh, good ideas, share those in the comments below. And uh, I just want you to know that Jesus loves you so, so much. And he longs to meet with you every morning. So grab your Bible, grab a notebook, and get ready to meet with him every morning. Have a great week.